Welcome to the Sunday Morning Meeting Podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's speaker is Sally Norman. It's been an amazing weekend. The worship has been very different, I think, every session, hasn't it? Uh, it hasn't been like it's been this morning. Uh, but each time we've come together, it's been something, it's been something different. I think anybody that was there yesterday morning, from what I've heard, that was one of those times, wasn't it? One of those times where you're just in the presence. Uh, now that was very different, very deep, very gentle, very profound, I think. And then, and then last night, again, was just deep, but in, a, in another way, you know? And uh, with the release of that uh, cinnamon anointing, we know there was a real significance in, in what, what God did. Together, this morning, as Sally comes to preach very shortly, it's important that we do just that. We come together. Uh, for those of you that haven't been able to be here this weekend, it genuinely has been very significant. Um, in what God has done, and uh, but it's a kind. It's been a what God has done in us as a people. So often we go to events, even come to a Sunday morning, don't we, to get something from the Lord for ourselves or maybe our family. And um, the Lord's emphasis over this weekend is about His body, and uh, we've looked at how even. In the, in the scriptures, in Ephesians chapter 1, when talking about the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, God speaks of Jesus, of Christ, finding his fullness in the body, in the body of Christ. We are the fullness of Christ. And that's incredible if you think about it. If there's one person who's full, complete and perfect, you would think that would be Jesus. But actually the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit aren't complete unless they're together. They're complete in unity, but then they have chosen to only be full and complete with the body of Christ. And, and that's, I think, for me, I don't know about for everybody, that's been one of the key things that's just been there through all the thread of the worship and the meetings and everything that, that God has done. And, uh, and the equipping for worship that he did yesterday morning. You know, some of the, the ways people were released through what was happening. So we've been very blessed and very strengthened and very encouraged. But this morning, I think as Sally preaches, even though you won't be able to buy into everything that's been said yet, of course, um, there's a, I need to come into agreement with my brothers and sisters. I need to stand with the family that God has placed me in because we're going forward together. You know, looking after one another, caring for one another. And uh, so that's going to be important. It doesn't, I mean, Sally could probably recite Bar Bar Black Sheep. I don't think that's a good idea. It will still be how we respond together. I mean, the word she's going to bring is going to be deep and profound and very important. Yeah, it is. It even involves this and sparkly paper. So I know I'm in Sally land now. But it is going to be deep and profound. Don't be distracted by the way she leads you into that deepness. 
if you do want to listen to what God has done, um, of course the talks are, uh, are going to be available. You can go to the resources centre over that side at the end of the meeting today and uh, order your set. They'll be available as a download. All our Sunday mornings, of course, are available online for free, but we do put together the talks from our events and things to make a separate talk sets. Um, so that'll be available. Also, as it's the last morning, let me remind you that next year, uh, this 19 is at the end of May, and it would be absolutely wonderful to welcome you uh, if you're one of our guests, uh, one of our extended family here. Do come back and join us. I know so many of you do so often, and it's, uh, it's brilliant. It just feels like the family gathering these days when we have conferences. I love it. And uh, the fact, so that, that, that is this. That is our national conference. And uh, Paul and Sue Manwaring are going to be our guest speakers, who many of you will know. They've become regular guest speakers over the years because they come with that kind of prophetic connection. They always give some, something new to what we've already been doing. And uh, so we look forward to that. It's been very interesting, hasn't it, this deeper, to have no guest speakers, and yet for the event has been still so profound and so different. It felt quite different to sort of normal church in a sense of what God was doing and the way it's been. Um, so, but this, we will um, also have Paul and Sue. Right, I think that's those kind of notices the, 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 about what's going on. There is one local notice that's actually a really key one. Um, this is Brian and Shona. Brian will come and just give you a couple of details in a minute. But before he does, let me just really uh, say how behind him I am on this. Because uh, we run a course here very regularly and we encourage, we encourage every single person in the church to have done it at least once. You can do it more than once. It's like an MOT. And we've been using it for a number of years. We've got a number of different people trained in it. We run it in people's homes. But we also, at least once a year, run it as an event here at the summit in which Brian and Shona, as senior leaders, also run the course and have others to uh, run it with them. And run and that. And that is our Freedom in Christ course. Okay, it's, uh, There's video teaching. There's studying. There's prayer. There's really... What happens is you... You learn that basic understanding, those, those necessary foundations, the, the vital things of what it is to be in Christ so you can live in freedom. So many people in so many churches carry so much around that is completely unnecessary. There is, uh, I've seen so many people come into a completely different place, a complete new level of freedom through this course. And it's not a course, oh, I've done it, I forget it. It's something that you keep with you and runs with you. Some of the stuff you do will be very familiar because we are kind of an in Christ church. Pastor Colin, uh, one of his most well-known books is called In Christ Jesus. It's very similar truth. Uh, but this is uh, another very accessible way really to get into that teaching which is very core. Kingdom faith teaching. It's, we're not the only people that teach it but it's certainly something that has been very much part of us for some time. So if you're interested in that, Brian will just tell you a bit more. I might have stolen most of his thunder. Apologies if not, but Brian's just going to add a bit. 
Yeah, thanks, Paul. Um, j just the date, really, of when we're wanting to start the course is the, the 29th of October. It will be here. It'll be an evening, uh, 7 o'clock. We're hoping to start that, or we will be starting that on the 29th of October upstairs uh, in the conference room. Uh, and so if you're interested and you want to do it, whether it's your first time or you want to do it again, then just come and see uh, myself or Shona to give us your names uh, so we can then just plan that. And I will be looking for others within the church that are trained up in it already to maybe help us to run that on a Monday evening. Bless you all. Thank you. Praise God. So, yes, if you've become part of this church in recent times, and there's quite a number of you have, and it's great to have you here, that's something that would be definitely worth you being on because it will help you understand an awful lot of what other things that we teach because it's kind of, as I say, a, a foundation thing. So do let Brian and Shona know because it lets them know what's happening and it lets them prepare. Um, I mean, they're not going to, if, if at the end you can just turn up, just turn up but they would much prefer you to give them warning so that they can organize that properly and um, if you're thinking oh I'd love to do it but how can I do that and how can I go to house church and then sometimes it, it, let me just say publicly it's okay not to do everything okay sometimes it's just I can't get enough babysitters sometimes it's I need to let my husband know I love him sometimes it's I do need some time where I just go for an evening okay and it, it, you know Sometimes you just house church, okay, why do this course? I won't go to every one of those. That's fine. Nobody's going to be on your back. Well, Adrian might be. No, 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 he won't be one. He's lovely. He's lovely. He's lovely. Adrian, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's just to let you know. That's, a, you know, come up with your own solutions and sometimes just change it around a bit for the 12 weeks of this course. Okay, that must mean you go break for Christmas, does it? Yeah. Right. I nearly said, are you ready? That would be fatal. Right. <laughs> well, you know what they'll do. Yeah, they, they will, because it's just planted. Are you ready? We are all ready. Told you. And then you really are going to think you're at GoGen or J27 or something. Let's welcome Sally up, because she's bringing the word today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello, everybody. Right. We've had a great weekend. And I'm aware that some of you haven't been here all weekend. So I am going to do um, a super quick recap. So we, I'm going to recap the things that um, I've bought because this follows on. And I appreciate some of you haven't been here and I want it to make sense. So um, very quickly, we began with um, the parable of the sower from a slightly different angle from the perspective of the fact that there's a hard pathway sometimes in our lives because we've done things the same way for so long and that to go deeper with the Lord, he was suggesting, suggesting, saying, that um, we needed to break up that ground. We need, it was time to seek him. There's a scripture that says, break up your unfallow or your unproductive ground because it's time to seek the Lord. And so um, God was challenging us. Is there a pathway in our lives where we do things the same way all the time that he needs to dig up so that we can go deeper? And then the next thing in that parable was about rocks, that um, the seed, which is God's word or the word to us, can fall sometimes on uh, land where there is rocks and so therefore there's not enough soil for it to grow to maturity. So what are the rocks in our lives that the Father is gently saying it's time to let go of and to see taken out of our lives so there's more space for his word in us 
what he said to us, the word itself, the Bible, and what he's saying to us for us to do and be with our lives, our calling to grow strong in our lives to a place of maturity. And then there's things sometimes like weeds that grow up and try and choke what God is doing in our lives and we need to deal with them. We need to recognise that they are deceptions and we need to deal with them. And then, at the end of the story, what happens is that we're able to see what God has planted in us come to a place of maturity that has fruitfulness, that impacts our lives, but specifically and most importantly, it impacts the people that we live amongst in our towns and cities who need to know Jesus. Simple as that. So that's recap number one. Um, The second recap is that um, God has a word for you this weekend has something that he wants to polish re-bring to your attention it's the seed that he is wanting to grow in your life what has he planted in you that he is asking for it to be allowed to go deeper in your life so that it can grow to maturity what's God called you to what God is saying for you to do what is your part in our body here together what is it that you need to see and take care of in your life to grow to fruitfulness so that we see the lives of the people in Scarborough affected all together all of us growing our things so that together we cover the whole thing does that make sense yeah that's what I'm trying to say and again I I apologise like I did that I'm going to refer specifically to Scarborough so those of you that are visitors just delete Scarborough and add where you're from okay so that's our little recap so my question this morning as we move on is who are you who are you this morning um And the answer is, if you have given your life to Jesus, become a Christian, accepted Jesus, and prayed and said sorry for the things that you've done wrong, believe that Jesus died on the cross specifically for you to pay the price for the things you did wrong, then you can know Jesus, you can know God, and God himself will come and live in you. You become what we call born again. You are a Christian, you belong to God, and you become a son or a daughter or a child of the King. That's who you are when you've given your life to Jesus. You are a child of the King. And that's the end of the grown-up bit. Because we've got paper crowns this morning. So I need my glamorous assistant, or stroke husband and son, and... and uh, maybe you might need to co-opt others. Um, at the back, next to Hannah, is a paper crown for everybody in the room. Could you guys go and get some, and then anyone near hand them out along the row so that everybody has. Everybody's going to need a paper crown, something to write with, and then in a little while we're going to need sellotape to make them into actual crowns to go around our heads. It fits my head. I know it will fit yours as a result. So, the guys are going to do that. Um, if anybody else is around, you can give them a hand. That would be great. So, everybody gets a paper crown. Um, and then I'll carry on talking whilst we get our paper crowns. This is more what I'm like, for those of you that have heard me preach the last two times you've been here. It's been a bit grown up. This is more what I'm like when I talk. I feel a little bit more comfy, because it's more me. Wasn't going to do this. Took the dog out to the beach this morning. And then had to run and buy some... Wrapping paper to make paper crowns. You'll notice on the inside it's not just any wrapping paper. <laughs> you get that? You might not. 
was the nearest shop. <laughs> okay, so you need a pen and a crown. So as that happens, I'll carry on talking. So we have a throne. I'm going to manoeuvre my throne a bit, I think. Okay, I know it's incredibly exciting getting a paper crown and a felt tip when you're grown up. It's more exciting than when you're seven because it doesn't happen so much in your life. And I do understand it's exciting. So you have been crowned as a child of God. Please remember that this is because you have become a Christian, you've given your life to Jesus. So if this morning you you know that you haven't given your life to Jesus, then... Listen to what I'm saying in the context of of what God wants to do in your life, if you want to make that decision. You become crowned as a child of God. That means that God himself is your father. And he gives you access to his throne room. Remember, he is the king of all kings. He is the lord of all lords. He owns everything. He created everything. He knows everything. He is everywhere. And he has authority over everything. It's just so good to think about that. That's who he is. And he has accepted you as his child. And as a loving and heavenly father, having given us Jesus already, there is no end to what else he will give us. He has demonstrated in giving us Jesus that we can have everything everything there is nothing that he withholds from us because he has accepted us as his children he sits on a throne this is a chair from a charity shop I always have to say this because I don't want anybody to get upset about what I'm about to say because we're going to use this as a visual aid to help us think about the fact that Our Heavenly Father is a king and he sits on a throne. That's his only purpose. It's a charity shop chair. Very soon it's going to be a chair in my front room because I'm retiring it from public duty. (laughs) But at the moment, (laughs) it is a throne for the purposes of this morning. And for the purposes of this morning, this piece of wrapping paper is your crown. Okay? So, all just silly things that help us understand a mystery or something deep of God. Okay. So... Because I have been made a child of God, I have permission to enter into the holy place where God is whenever I want to. I can come to the very throne of God. I have permission, full rights of access to the king that loves me, knows me, is in charge of everything, owns everything, is everywhere. And wants to give it all to me. It's fantastic. <laughs> Incredible stuff. My crown. This is a bit where you're going to action your crown. Okay, Your crown is a representative of you. So with your pen and your crown, what I'd like you to do now on the inside is write down on the inside of your crown... All the amazing things in your life that you are thankful to God for. I'm going to call out a few things. So you can write down the amazing things you're thankful to God for. And um, this is just for you to see. So don't worry about what you write or draw. Okay? Or your spelling or anything like that. 
I want you to write down what are you best at? What are you best at? Nobody's going to see. It's okay. What's your most important thing? What's your biggest dream? What has God said to you that you haven't yet seen become a reality? What's your heart's desire? saying lots of things don't worry if one of them is more important than the others to you and you're spending longer over it it's okay yeah it's not it's not an exact science what word would you like to write as your best word to praise god this morning what's the word about him that you'd like to write that is the best word to honor him and praise him this morning what qualifications do you have that you're most proud of Cooking badge in the Scouts counts. As does cycling proficiency. Managing to have the right reward card in the right shop. What's the thing you're proudest of? Full stop. What's the thing you're proudest of? So we're kind of creating... Um, a crown that has our greatest achievements and who we are, but also what we want to see God do. So that's why I've tried to take you with the questions I've prompted you with. But if you just want to write anything else at the moment, so we're writing down the things that we're, are our greatest achievements, things that we're proudest of, the things that we are, the good stuff about us. And we're writing down the great things that we think about God and we're writing down the things in God that we'd still like to see okay it's a strange mix but it's what God's told me to do so <laughs> it will make sense in a minute I hope because <laughs> it's kind of two things that we're doing this morning to to crown what God's been doing this weekend How you doing? Anything else you want to add that expresses you? Right, now here comes the fun bit. Um, helpers. There's a lot of sellotape. We now need to make them into crowns that fit and put them on our heads. So they'll pass that roll of sellotape and it will go to the end of the row and then you can break off a bit of sellotape. And I really genuinely am going to make a room of grown-ups wear paper crowns on a Sunday morning which I thank you in advance of your great love and patience with me. Wow, no sellotape required. I'm impressed. I can't even do that. Thank you so much for humouring me with your paper crown. And I apologise to anybody listening because we're making crowns. Just whilst you carry on making your crowns, I'm just gonna um, I'm just gonna say something a little bit that may seem unrelated, but it'll make sense when it all comes together at the end. So um, this is kind of funny, and just let's just be. I just 
Um, I don't know if you know that um, a long time ago, um, Paul and Kate and I began J247. Um, and we began it at a thing called Go Generation at Faith Camp. And one of the, fir- the first Faith Camp week we ever taught together when we, you were students here at the college. Pete was a student and I, I, I'd already been one. It's just a bit of personal history because we're coming together as a family and so you, you might not know our family history. Um, we taught on Hebrew words for worship way, way back. 3,000 years ago when Go Generation was happening. And um, it's just really funny that yesterday Paul bought something about a Hebrew word for worship that was so significant and fresh now. I don't know about, about you, but that just I've just been like so excited about the shape of that letter. And what it means has just thrilled me in, in my spirit. Um, and then this morning, God said for me to speak about a Hebrew word for worship. I was like, I can't do that. That's just so J247. I can't do that. But I'm going to. Because God said. So here we go. And I'll get the pronunciation wrong. And I haven't got any pretty letter shapes. But I'm going to find out what they are now because I'm really excited about that. But there is a word. And it is Todor. And it's about a sacrifice of praise. Um, so just to recap, if you weren't here yesterday, also if you have no idea what I'm talking about. The words translated in our Bibles as worship and praise, there's 10 plus different words in the original language. And they all have an individual unique meaning. And as we learned yesterday, even each letter of the word has its own individual unique meaning. That adds value, adds something exciting to the meaning of the word, which gives us a little more of a deeper understanding of who God is. So this word, todor, which could be translated just simply as worship and praise in the Bible, and you wouldn't notice, has in it, built into it, a different meaning. And the meaning is... um, a thanking God for something, it's a sacrifice of praise, or a thanking God for something that I don't yet have in reality. So I am worshipping God over something that is still at the promise stage. So now you understand why God directed me to that word for this weekend. Because we have been talking about the promises of God, the word of God planted in us, that we have not yet seen come to fruitfulness. Individually, as a church, and over Scarborough. Yeah, yeah. So God is reminding us that as we worship and extend our hands in worship, there is a form of worshipping him where you worship him over something that has not yet become real and touchable in your life but he has promised it will become so okay so it has also built into it a sense of laying down everything that is good an emptying of self an emptying of your capacity to see it happen an emptying of your brilliance and ability and qualifications, including cooking and scouts. An emptying of that before God. Honouring him and worshipping him because he is the one who's going to make this thing come into fruition in your life. 
And so we are emptying ourselves of who we are before this gracious king and worshipping him in an act of declaring thanksgiving for what is yet to be as a time of our worship. Now for me, that is going to be, worshipping God like that is going to be a breaking up of a familiar pathway back to the parable of the sower because I don't worship God like that over some of the things in my life that he's promised me that I haven't seen. If I'm really honest, sometimes I do moaning prayers <laughs> where I say, well, you said. Come on. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, is it me? Have I got it wrong? <laughs> so my new pathway is going to be, I'm going to be digging up this pathway because what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be doing some todor, which is I'm going to be worshipping God over his faithfulness and his amazing ability to make happen the things that he has said are going to happen in my life, in our church. I'll just read the dictionary definition. To give worship by the extension of the hand in adoration or agreement with what has been done or will be done, a sacrifice of praise giving thanks before it has happened. Okay. So, right, how do I bring all this together? Because you're still sat there very patiently wearing paper crowns. We've written on our paper crowns all of the good things that we are, all of the great things that we think about God and all of the things that we need to worship him over. And in Revelation, it talks about the elders casting their crown before God, of throwing before our king on his throne a putting down of everything that we are. And it's easy sometimes to let go of the negative things and the things that you know you've got wrong and the things that you know you've messed up. It's not so easy or so often that we cast the crown of all that is good about us before God and surrender that to him because actually it's only because of him that you have the good anyway. It all belongs to him. It comes from him. It's his. He gave it to you. And this morning we are going to honour God and worship God for the rest of our time together by actually, literally, physically, should you wish to, (coughs) casting our paper crowns before the throne as we worship God as a symbol of us actually emptying ourselves of all that we are, all that we could do, all that we could achieve, all that we are aspiring to in the way we want it done, when we want it done and how we want it done and emptying ourselves of all of the good of who we are and what we could actually do to make it happen and simply stepping back into a place of being empty before a God who's going to fill us with his ability, his strength, his fulfilment of the promises, him doing it in his timing, him making the seed grow into a place of fruitfulness that sees the people in your street saved, that sees your family transformed, that sees the things that you want done because it's all for him, about him and from him. So I don't have anything else to say other than I am going to ask my glamorous assistant to come and lead this bit of worship actually because worship team I want you to be able to do this you, the worship team have been phenomenal this weekend yeah. do you agree with me they have just been amazing and it's always important to know because I live with this that 
people in a worship team, they, put at, they have to learn the instruments in the first place, let alone turn up to the practices and learn the songs, and then turn up an hour, two hours earlier than you lot do to make sure it all works, and then pack down at the end. So when we honour them, we honour them because it was amazing that they led us into the presence of God, but just understand what that actually means in their real lives. So let's clap them again, but with a bigger clap. I want you guys to receive from God because God is going to once we've emptied ourselves and worshipped him sacrificially he is going to pour his fullness in this morning in worship it's going to be individual but it's going to be corporate (laughs) because there's individual promises and individual things that you need to let go so that God can pour out his spirit on us as a people so that together we can go and see these things come to fruition and fruitfulness for us as a body. So simply, we're going to stand. We're going to worship. You can go in the room wherever you want. You can get on your knees. You can lie on your face. You can throw your crown. You can rip your crown up. You can even keep your crown if you want to. But I do say that we will throw them away at the end. No one's going to read it. This is about you giving everything to Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the glory of your presence, before your throne of grace, when nothing else matters. to meet you face to face in the glory of your presence in the glory of your presence before your throne of grace nothing else matters face to face cast my crown I cast my crown before your throne I give my all to you in the beauty of your
give my all to you. In the beauty of your holiness, my heart cries out to you. that you've cast before the throne now the things that you're letting go of just understand who you've let them go to just let peace come over you now as you understand who you've let these things go to if you've cast down everything that you are everything that you can do everything that you've hoped and dreamed of just understand who you've given it to himself, living water into that space Holy Spirit just come Father fill us to the fullness of your presence fill us to the fullness of who you are, what you have for us, just receive him pour in his love and his gentle kindness his strength, his mighty strength strength that even raised Jesus from the dead thank you Jesus just quietly and confidently receive receive he speaks to you now. Listen to him. It's as if as a heavenly loving father, he's cupping your face in his hands, speaking gently to you, like a father to a, to a child. Just such eyes of love, understanding 
just says thank you for surrendering yourself to me. Now let me fill you up with every good gift. Strength for your weakness. Wisdom for your lack of understanding. Wholeness for your brokenness. Love over your fear. Jesus. Jesus. Hear my son. Oh, and as you receive, just start to offer a sacrifice of praise. Just start to offer praise. Just speak out words of thanks and praise. Doesn't matter how you do it, but just start to praise Him. Praise Him over what He's done that you know He's done and what you know He's going to do, what's going to become real. Thank you, Jesus. Just let your heart free to worship and praise. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. what's yet to be it's time to sing over what's yet to be
and stop singing because I did. Whatever it is you want to see God do, God has spoken over your life that he's going to do that you haven't seen yet. This is the time to sing over it. Sing over it. Rejoice over it. Declare God's greatness over it. Speak out if you don't want to sing. Just speak. Praise God because you are trusting him to deliver to you what he has said he will do. This is a win-win because he said he's going to do it and you just have to agree. So you can rejoice because you got the easy bit of the bargain. Jesus.
put my trust in you I put my trust in you I put my trust in you Oh, let's declare it if we believe it I put my trust in you I put my trust in you Put my trust in you I put my trust in you when trouble comes you will be there with us even when persecution comes you will be there with us when things don't turn out how we thought they would you are still faithful to your promise Father as we place our hands in your hands as we empty ourselves of all that we are Father we thank you that you fill us and you fill us and you fill us with your graciousness with your gentleness, with your understanding, with your loving kindness. Father, we thank you that you have brought us together this weekend as a family. Father, you've allowed us to unpack some of the things in our hearts together and to be together as you've walked amongst us and you've healed, spoken, removed, touched, and loved us and Father I thank you it's so that you can grow 
fruit in our lives for the nations. Father, for the nations. Father, we're humbled by you. Humbled by you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name, O Most High, proclaiming your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green, proclaiming, The Lord is upright. He is my rock. Amen. Praise God. last few minutes of the formal meeting of this weekend together I think for many of us it's going to be one of those ones we carry with us for a long time because of how God met with us and spoke to us I said it would be deep and profound it's amazing how wrapping paper and and an old chair can suddenly become something so much more isn't it As we come to the end of what we've just been done, uh, on behalf of uh, myself and Kate and Brian and Shona as the senior leaders, big thank you to everybody that's made it happen. As Sally said, the worship team, but it's so much more than that that makes anything like this happen, isn't it? There's link with them, the, the technical team at the back of the room, uh, and, and numerous people behind the scenes, the children's workers that miss so much of what happens in here. But I believe God always has something special for anyway, as you would imagine, because I know that is the truth. Um, the hub team, the, 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 the people that just go around with Hoover and people that clean the toilets. and There's just so many. Uh, the host team of people. But that's because we're family, isn't it? We just muck in and make it happen. And uh, that's what I love. Um, if it was your first ever experience of a, a conference here in Scarborough, uh, I hope you've had a wonderful weekend. I hope you felt as much as we were able to in what we've been doing to feel, as we say, part of the family here this weekend. Um, I know for many of you it was a repeat, but there are some of you that it was your first ever. So it's been lovely to have you here. And uh, may it be the first of many more. You will always be welcome to come and, and join us and uh, join in with what we're doing. Um, I'm looking forward to all that. So Resources Centre will stay open afterwards if you've still got to uh, uh, do some stuff over there. And the hub will be open if you're going to have a cup of coffee or a hot chocolate or maybe it's still cold enough for a smoothie. No, hot enough for a smoothie, don't think so. But, you know, whatever you want. <laughs> uh, and just have a safe journey home if you travelled. And to everybody from the local, it's been good to have another great morning with you. We give all thanks and glory to Jesus. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.